He is risen. Jesus is alive, not dead. There are some perhaps, perhaps many here who are thinking but would never say aloud, so what? What if Jesus is alive? What difference does Jesus' resurrection make in my life now? Well, let's back up just for a moment. First, let's agree with the facts. Jesus is alive. He is not dead. He's the only person in history who died and then came back to life through his own power. He's God, and that's why he's alive and well. And consider the fact of the empty tomb. If you ponder this, we need to think at a deeper level. Very often, we just gloss over things. What is the significance of the empty tomb? On first thought, this shouldn't strike us as joyful news. The first thought really is that of panic. Where is he? Who stole his body? But nobody stole his body. The tomb is vacant because he's no longer dead, but alive. The unthinkable, he is risen. Except that he's planted this inconceivable already in our minds. He already predicted multiple times of the great thing that he was going to do ahead of time. Because if you're God, it makes sense that you're going to do that. And you're going to give people forewarning of the things that you're going to do. You know, think Babe Ruth's legendary called shot times infinity. Babe Ruth predicted hitting a home run mid at bat and proceeded to do so. And we think, hey, that's pretty cool. Well, Babe Ruth's got nothing on Jesus. Jesus, multiple times, as we mentioned, predicted that he would die and then rise after death. Okay, so what? So what's the big deal about the resurrection? What does that do with, for my life today? What, why does it matter that he's alive? If he has power over death, he has power over everything and everything that causes us misery and everything that takes life away from us, including sin and Satan, who is the enemy of all souls. And he has the power to give hope, power, freedom, love, life, everything that our heart burns and aches for. Will you and I give Jesus permission to bring his life where there is death? Maybe death for you and for me are places of unforgiveness and resentments, and it's festering, and it's putrid and it's causing a stench because we're dying inside. Jesus wants to bring life there. Will we give him permission? Maybe death for you and me is crippling anxiety and fear. And Jesus wants to bring life right there. Maybe death for you and me is addiction or bondage to sin, to that sin that we cling to and that we think we can't live without. Maybe death for you and me is lacking meaning and purpose in life. And we don't even know why we wake up. We don't know why we go on in life. Maybe death for you and me is cynicism and anger. And it's killing us inside. Maybe death for you and me is sadness, depression, hopelessness, or just having given up caring in life because we've been disappointed so many different times. And it's easier to simply put up this facade of cynicism. 
whatever it may be, we have all got a cross to carry. We don't need to be reminded that everyone is kind of dealing with difficult situations. I don't know anyone who has an easy life, even from appearances, if you get to know them. The good news is that Jesus does not want you or me to carry it alone. He never wants us to do anything alone. In fact, we do not have permission to do anything alone. And do you know what being alone is? It's hell. It's isolation. We don't want any of that. Let Jesus help you. We're reminded of St. Margaret Mary Alacoque. She is the great devotee to the Sacred Heart devotion. And Jesus' lament to her and to all souls is, let me do it, please. I'm God. Will you give me permission to be God? Our problem is we take matters into our own hands and we think, I'm going to do this. And where has that gotten us, brothers and sisters? I know that has had devastating consequences in my life. What we believe is virtue, of autonomy, self-sufficiency, self-reliance, I'm just gonna do it all on my own, and it's killed all of us, anyone who lives by that creed. The path to freedom, the path to the fullness of life is allowing God to be God and cooperating with His grace. Let Him do it. It doesn't mean being negligent or irresponsible. It means fully cooperating with His dynamic power. Will you and I invite Jesus into the places of death in our lives, in those circumstances? Will we open ourselves to his marvelous power of victory that he has won for us over everything that takes life away? This is why we're here. Let's open our hearts to that gift.